Thank you, Lene. What a blessing. All right. So the last time we're going to hear that verse for a spell. Um, I don't know. You guys got it memorized yet? We are continuing in the different gifts found in Romans chapter 12. We're going to talk about two today, not because one, these two aren't important, but because I got to get back on my calendar schedule after I got COVID, you know. Um, So we have talked about different gifts coming from Romans chapter 12. Prophecy. Bible says, if it is prophecy, let him prophesy according to his gifts. And prophecy was the ability to, the divine enablement, to proclaim God's truth in a clear, timely manner for the people at that time. See where God's word is, see where we're heading, see what happens if we don't match up. Prophecy. Service was divine enablement to apply spiritual need, spiritual value to physical needs. To serve. To see the people's physical needs. Teaching was to explain the biblical truth. To understand biblical truth and explain it. And search out to validate truth. Exhortation, or it might be encouragement, to come beside, remember that word meant come beside, to come up beside someone and walk with them, and especially at times of trouble, but also in times of joy, to come beside, and giving, we talked about giving last week, someone with the divine, they went to earn especially money, but to manage it wisely and contribute it to God's work. Today we're talking about the last two. We're going to start with leadership. Leadership is the, let's see, let's give a definition. Leadership is the divine enablement to see what needs to be done, set goals, And attract, set goals and attract and lead and motivate people to accomplish the work of the ministry. Sorry, that comma threw me off. That's not supposed to be there. Um, Set goals, attract, lead, motivate people to accomplish one with gifts. This is the ability to coordinate the activities of others to achieve the common goal. People with this gift, if you've got this gift, you're always asking, what's the goal? Or maybe since we had that, uh, um, that Rick Warren book, what's the purpose? Why are we doing this? What are we hoping to accomplish 
What are you trying to do? What's the target on the wall? What's the result? You know, and these people are important in the church. They say, like, okay, we're doing this activity, we're doing this activity, but what are you hoping to accomplish? Are you, is this, this activity actually reaching its accomplishment? The original idea behind this word is someone who stands in front. The ability to lead and to delegate and to take charge. To enjoy the uh, response. This person enjoys responsibility. This is the person who wants to take the shot. They may miss, but that's okay. They want the shot at the end, right before the buzzer goes off. They want the ball. It's the person who has the ability to see how things fit together and what needs to be done and, and how to accomplish it and the way about going about it and what kind of people. And these people are attracted to them because they have the gift of leadership. We've got some leaders in this church. Not everyone in a position of leadership has the gift of a leadership. I know I lead not out of my gift of leadership because that's not my spiritual gift. My spiritual gift was, I already told you what it was, what? Teaching. I lead out of my gift of teaching. And I rely on some of the leaders in this church to help me in my weak spots. So there's people in this church that have the gift of leadership. Let's talk about what leadership is not. Leadership is not the person who wants to be in control. Show how big you are. Be in front of the class so everyone looks at you. Wants to have the power. Prideful. I know better than you. These gifts are spiritual gifts, not sinful gifts. You know, when, when we look at these spiritual gifts... There's seven of them, and one could make the argument, and I'm not going to, but one can make the argument that there's a seven deadly sin. I don't believe in the seven deadly sins, but you can argue that one of the seven deadly sins match up with the seven, because we all have these temptations, these challenges we face, and things like leadership can corrupt, Right? What's that old adage? Absolute power corrupts absolutely. People in leadership position can get a big head. And that's one of the dangers of of leading. Another danger is that they can use people. You ever met someone like that? They're a user. You feel like the only reason they want you around is because they accomplished their goal. Leaders can fall into that danger. You have to guard yourself. You got the gift of leadership. All, every one of these gifts, they had dangers with them, right? 
we have to guard ourselves against the dangers of our gifts. Because we've tempted to use people. We see a goal we want to get accomplished. Let's use people, even if it comes to the point of manipulation, to get your goal accomplished. person with this gift can be proud or pushy with the power that's given. Sometimes a leader, and this is kind of funny because they're asking the question, what's the goal? But sometimes they themselves can forget what the goal is because they got to get it done. You know? We gotta build that building. We gotta get that building done. We gotta get that. We gotta get this done. We gotta get this done. We gotta get that building done. Why are we building that building again? Oh, what's well, to show people's love? Let's get it on it. Well, maybe you should show some love yourself. Because <laughs> people with the gift of, get, uh, of leadership can get focused on their then goal and forget why it's happening. Now, leadership manifests itself in all the ways. Sometimes it, leadership, it manifests itself like up in front of people, but oftentimes it manifests itself in things like administration or, or helping, pastor teaching, discernment. The gift of, uh, of, of leadership manifests itself uh, in many different ways that we... Um, that doesn't always look like the president, Right? A leader can be a leader in the home or in the classroom or making sure that the pastor doesn't do something stupid. I love those people. <laughs> All right. Gift of leadership. Gift of mercy. Let's go on to the gift of mercy. We all love people with the gift of mercy, right? Because we all need mercy, right? That's, that's one of the things that we, mercy is, is when, well, let me just give a definition. The divine enablement to minister cheerfully and appropriate to people who are suffering and or undeserving and to spare them from punishment or consequence they justly deserve. I mean, we all need that, right? I mean, we have all messed up. That's, that's the very, in, in the, uh, uh, short, that's one of the things Jesus did for us, right? Is we deserved, we were yet sinners, and the punishment of sin was death. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. The very enablement of, uh, of, what, of that, that we need mercy. And we all need mercy. And that's leadership, mercy, we're all called to show it at times. Everyone in here is called to lead at some point in your life. You've got to lead someone, you know, whether it just be your child that you're leading or, the, the, um, or, or that small group that, you, that you're in. Or, you know, we're all going to lead at points in our lives we're all going to need to show mercy in relationships if we don't show mercy we won't have relationships right 
And we just pray they show mercy to us too when we screw up. But that isn't, that's not the, the, the spiritual gift. The spiritual gift of mercy is those people, you know, you've blown it. And I mean really blown it, right? And you know you can blame others, but it's really your fault. And they come up beside you and want to get you help. Not only that, they don't want you to have to suffer the consequences for blowing it. Not that they take your spot, but they help navigate that time. People with this gift are always asking the question, how can I make them feel better? How could I make them feel better? There's a high identification with people that are hurting and people's needs and what they're going through. The definition of this word at its, its heart is an emotion that are, is aroused by the uh, affection uh, or needs of others uh, that gets translated into action. There's, there's something in the heart. There's compassion. There's sympathy, empathy that wants to reach out and help people. They're able to detect and discern people's feelings. These are the people that just seem to know what's going on in your life even though you didn't tell them. They can detect, discern. They're very sensitive they're the person that's, you know, you're in a meeting and they come up to you, they come up to you and say, hey, I, I know you, this is, you're hurting, or, or they come up to someone and say, we need to pray for him because this is going on, because they've discerned the hurts of others. And the gift of mercy, if you've got the gift of mercy, you don't want to delegate it, you want to you are, you're highly motivated to get in there and help. You know, those World Vision uh, commercials, those, uh, the, you, know, you know, with the hungry kid, you're like bawling your eyes out. Yes, even men. Uh, no, you're, you're touched. You're, you're moved. And you want to get involved. Helping people with very specific needs. There's a, there's a need out there. You want to you wanna feel it. Dangers of this gift. People that, that with this gift have a hard time being firm when necessary. Because um, they look through life at the, with the eyes of mercy. So things like parenting with authority and discipline is very challenging. So that's why you want to marry someone who's not doesn't also have the gift of mercy. <laughs> you can have resentment for those who don't have this gift. Because remember, you're seeing all these gifts. You see the world through the lens of your gift. 
So if you see in the world and you're seeing people hurting and people in need and you like, why do you not see this? What are you doing about it? People with the gift of leadership, that's actually why I chose to do these together. People with the gift of leadership can actually have a lot of problems with with people with the gift of mercy. Because leadership is about getting things done. Let's get this done. Mercy is all about stopping. Let's give grace. And so they can butt heads. <laughs> person with the mercy, gift of mercy is like, well, why don't you see? Why aren't you doing about this? And the person with leadership saying, you need to stop that. Let's, you're stopping us from making any progress. You're just enabling him. Let's not. Both are right. Isn't it wonderful? The glory of, of Christ in making us the body. When a person with the gift of leadership works with a person with mercy, the leader becomes more graceful and the, and the person with mercy becomes more, um, more direct and clear. Another danger of the person with this gift is they can, like um, an encourager, they can get in trouble with someone from the opposite sex because they show mercy and they care about people and, and uh, you got to be careful because you know people are hurting and you got to be careful because the other person may take it the wrong way. You just want them to see that they're not hurt anymore and they're like, well, are they flirting with me? I think they're coming on to me. People with this gift often end up in dysfunctional relationships because they weren't firm enough to say this is over when they knew they needed to. They just kept showing mercy and mercy and mercy and mercy. And so they're in a dysfunctional relationship. Feel like they need to rescue someone. So be careful of that if you have the gift of mercy. Now, how does this gift manifest itself? The gift of mercy uh, God's gift of mercy. And it's going to manifest itself in things like helping, pastoring, teaching, discernment. Remember the, the discern people's hurtings they you can see in discernment miracles words of wisdom and so much more don't be limited to just what i'm saying they can manifest itself in any way god wants you to manifest now another side note as we talk about mercy is just because you don't hold people accountable doesn't mean you have the gift of mercy. 
That can mean you've got codependency issues. Mercy is about helping, not just about being afraid or lazy to do something about it. See, there's a difference there, right? If you've got the gift of mercy, you want to help. You want to do something. If you've got codependency issues, you might just let them do it because you don't want to be left alone. That's different. I'm just showing mercy. Ah, you're just afraid. Difference there. What about you? Is this you? What gifts do you have? We've gone through all seven, and I, everyone in this room has one of these seven motivational gifts you can put yourself into. And it manifests, well, oftentimes we focus on how it manifests. Well, I've got the gift of working with kids. I've got the gift of, of sweeping floors. Well, absolutely. You may have the gift of sweeping floors, but, it mani- but it's coming from a place, maybe a desire to serve. Or a need that needs to happen. You've got the gift of leadership. You see it needs to be done. You've got to get it done. I've got the gift of t- I've got a, working with kids. Well, maybe it's uh, the gift of mercy or encouragement or teaching. What are your gifts? And how is God using them in your lives? Say, oh, I don't know my gift. I want you to go and pray about this. I've got, I've got an idea that most of you have got, as you've gone through this sermon series, you're like, well, that kind of sounds like me. Maybe it's one or two. Maybe even three. You're like, okay, these ones, not me. Maybe this one, maybe this one, maybe this one. You know how you find out? You jump in the water. We used that analogy before. You can read all the books about swimming all you want. You can watch those YouTube videos. You can get on TikTok. But until you get in the water, you're not going to learn to swim. So you say, well, maybe I, you know, some of you are like, I know this is my gift. I've got the gift of leadership. Well, how is that manifesting in the world around you? How are you showing God's love, mercy, grace, justice, power, in the world around you? How are you leading? So you're like, well, I've, I've, got, I've got like two or three of them picked out. Might be this one, might it be this one, might be this one. Well, guess what? Find places to volunteer that use those gifts and get in the water. You're going to find out very quickly, some of them not you. Why? Because you're going to start burning out. You're going to be miserable doing it. So this is awful. I hate doing this. Well, then it's probably because you're not doing it in your gift. What about you? How is God using you to share his love, his mercy, his justice, his grace through you? Father God, we praise you today, Lord. We ask that you just reveal our gifts to us. Lord, if we do not know our gifts, reveal that to us. Lord, if we know our gifts, but we don't know where we need to use them, how it needs to manifest in the world around us, please reveal that to us. Lord, we, we know that you, you say that you will light our path. You'll be the light upon our fat path. We want to follow your light We don't need to see the final destination. We just need to see one step ahead. So reveal to us where we need to manifest today. 
where you need to manifest through us today. Lord, I praise you for these gifts. I, pray you, I praise you for bringing us together as a body that we may see the world differently and we may work in accordance to your love and mercy and grace and justice and, 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 and empathy and, and all the other things that we can, we see, you show us as we work together in, in unity following after you. Bring us together as your body. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. What a blessing. Well, you guys got that passage memorized yet? So last time you'll, you'll, you'll hear it for a spell. Um, all right. There we are. Today we are um, continuing in that mode uh, looking at the spiritual gifts that uh, makes most sense to me where we all have a, a primary uh, spiritual gift and I found from Romans chapter 12 and um, we each have uh, gifts with, uh, with different uh, ways we look at the world as we are in one body and we, we see different things because we are to minister to differently to different people. And it flows into different gifts. And we've talked about some gifts. We talked about uh, the gift of prophecy. You guys remember what the gift of prophecy was? The gift of prophecy was that, that ability given by God to, to see God's word and see where we're heading and see how they line up or don't line up and and to, to make it clear in the culturally, in the time that we're living, what needs to happen. The, the next gift we talked about was uh, the gift of, of service. Which was where you f- did physical things and, 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 and we're able to, to take care of the physical task of the church and then the people and, and then communities and, and it was divine enablement for you to, to see the people's needs. And we talked about exhortation, which you might also recall was encourager. The word there meant to, to, to come beside so you come up beside someone, and someone with this gift comes up beside someone and sees them through. And I know some of you have the gift of encouragement. And last week we talked about the gift of giving. And I know we're all called to give, and we give our tithe, and the tithe box is back there, or you go online and you type in your credit card, and you have it withdrawn every month like I do, or... But this is the divine enablement to, to handle money and to, to wisely contribute it for the, the, the ministry of God. And today we're talking about two, not because they're not important, but because I've got to get back on my time schedule. It's, it's, it's flat out I've got to get back on my time schedule. Because I had that COVID, so I'm behind a week. So the first one we're talking about is the gift of leadership. 
Because if it's lead, then lead with diligence. Gift of leadership. It's the divine enablement to see what needs to be done, set goals, attract and lead and motivate people to accomplish the work of the ministry. The ability to coordinate activities for others to achieve a common goal. That's what leadership is, isn't it? People with this gift are asking, what's the goal? What's the purpose? What are we trying to do here? Are we, re- are we, are we, are we reaching our goals? Are we, uh, what's the result? You know, that activity we're doing is fine, but are we reaching the goal with it? Is it doing what it's supposed to do? This is the person that um, gives vision, directs, mobilizes other people. This is the person that stands in front, delegates, takes charge, enjoys responsibility. This is the person, if the ball game's on the line, they want the ball in their hand to take that last shot. They may miss, but that's okay. But they're going to be the one that takes that shot. It's the person that is able to see how things fit together. It's leadership. And we're all called to lead at some times in our lives, but, you know, whether it's just your children or the people in your group or... But this person has the gift of leadership. Leadership, I say what it is not. It is not that person who wants control and power and authority because they want to be looked at with the ego, and the pridefulness. These are spiritual gifts, not sinful gifts. And people with the gift of leadership aren't in it for Their own ego. They don't want to, well, I want to be in front of people. They're not, I want to lead because I don't know how to follow. Just because you don't know how to follow does not make you a leader. This isn't look at me time. This isn't, let me show you mercy so I can hold it over your head. That's not leadership. Look how benevolent I am. For the rest of your life, I'm going to show you how benevolent I am and remind you of it. This is leadership. Someone who is there, God-enabled, to see what needs to happen and reach for the goals. And there's dangers. All of these gifts have had dangers that go along with them, right? And there's dangers with the gift of leadership, too. For example, people with the gift of leadership can sometimes use people 
to reach the goal instead of being about the people. Right? You've all met that person, you just feel like they want you around because you help them reach their goal. They're actually just using you. And you guys know that person in your life. These people, if they're not careful, because we all have dangers, right? We see the world in a certain way. We see the world with things that need to be done. And they can be pushy with the power given to them. <laughs> We've all been under that person. We're just, I just wish you'd show me a little grace, right? But with all that drive and intensity, they sometimes forget the grace. Sometimes people that get to leadership, they can forget the purpose of the project, which is funny because they're the ones with the, the, the vision, right? They got the, what are we building? Let's build that building. We got to build that building. Why we got to build that building? Because we got to build that building. We got the committee. What's going on with that committee? You're, come on, committee, knock it off. What? Get on this thing. We got to build that, that building. It's got to be finished. Why are we building that building again? Well, it's to show God's love. Well, maybe you should start by showing God's love. Remember that that building is going to get built. <laughs> we need people with leadership. We need people with leadership abilities. I love them. They help the pastor from doing stupid things. Stay on course. Remind me that we have a budget. And leadership can manifest itself in ways that we sometimes expect and sometimes we don't. Like, you might expect me to have the gift of leadership. It's not my, my spiritual gift. I've already told you what my spiritual gift is. What was it? Teaching. You guys know I'm a teacher. If you don't believe me, come on Tuesdays. That's what I love doing. I'm up here because it's, and I, I lead out of my ability to teach. That's where my lead. And so I rely on people with the gift of leadership because that's their gift. But it also shows itself in other ways, like it could be helping or teaching or discernment or administration or... It, People of leadership are people that can be in any position of the church because they're there because they know the goals that need to be met and they want to get it done. And sometimes leaders need to step up. You got the spiritual gift of leadership and you don't want to step up because you're timid. You know, you can be a timid leader and that's okay still need to step up and use your gift. We would rather have a timid leader than a pushy one, right? Is that you? Are you have the gift of leadership? What about mercy? Let's talk about mercy. Mercy is the divine enablement to minister cheerfully and appropriately to people who are suffering 
or undeserving and to spare them from punishment or consequences justly deserved. We all love people with gift of mercy, don't we? I mean, it's the very, I mean, that's one thing we focus on when we talk about Jesus Christ, right? We deserve death, right? That's, that's Romans, you know, it talks about the punishment of sin is death. And yet, while yet we were still sinners, Christ died for us, take away the punishment of our sins. It's the very thing we like to focus in on Jesus Christ, the mercy, because we all need mercy. And all of us in this room have been called to show mercy from time to time. If you're in a relationship, you need to be showing mercy from sometimes. Because you know why? Because you need mercy too. You ever been with that person that never shows any mercy? You're not going to be with them very long, are you? So we're all called to show mercy. But this person, with the gift of mercy, they, they, they want to withhold the consequences of, of actions justly deserve. You know, you've blown it. And I mean really blown it. And someone with the gift of mercy is going to be the one that comes beside you and say, that's okay, we're going to get together. We're going to get through this together. We're going to figure this out. person with this gift is always asking the question how can I make them feel better there's a high identification with people in this gift with with people that hurt and with people's needs and what they're going through at the the definition for this word, at its heart, it's an emotion that arouses the affliction or the need of others that gets translated into action. You feel their needs, you see their, their hurt, you see their, and it turns into action as you show mercy. Compassion, sympathy, empathy, they want to help people. They're able to detect and discern people's feelings and emotions. I mean, they're the ones that, you know, you're at the meeting and, and they pull you aside and say, maybe they go directly to you and say, you know, I, I, can, just, I, 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 I can see you're hurting. And you're like, but the, we were talking about the budget. And you're like, I know, but I can see that you're hurting. Or maybe they pull someone else aside and say, we need to pray for them. You, why? Because didn't you hear when they were talking about how the family was doing? Their, their marriage is in trouble. Because they can sense it. They feel the hurting. And they're not the ones that want to, you know, we're not going to delegate this. They want to be involved personally with people. They're moved highly you know, you see those, those kids on the TV, pro, you know, that commercial with the starving kids, highly moved by that. I mean, that's, it, that's what the commercial's supposed to do. It's supposed to draw up some emotion so you give, but it really brings up emotion for people with the gift of mercy. 
because they see the hurt. They want to be involved in, in, in injustices in the world. They see people hurt. They want to be involved with helping. They want to be involved with, with seeing the people's needs and hurts and, 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 and those specific needs. They're often involved in, in those, um, those causes. But it too has its dangers. People with the gift of mercy often have trouble being um, tough or firm when necessary. So, little things like uh, parenting, you know, when it's time to be authoritative and disciplining, that's very difficult with someone with the gift of mercy because they don't want the, the punishment to be on them. Why we, you know, it takes two, right? Don't marry someone with the same gift as you. (laughs) People with this gift can become resentful for those who don't have this gift. Remember, it's it, it changes the way you see the world. Someone with the gift of mercy, you know, someone with the gift of mercy and gift of leadership can really butt heads. You know, leadership, let's get this done. This is, we need to take authority. We need to take action. We need to, someone to get the mercy. Well, let's back off. Let's, both are right. If a person with leadership will, will surround them with some people with the gift of leadership, they're going to become more caring, more loving, and more gracious. And someone with, with, with the gift of mercy is going to surround them with people with leadership skills. They're going, to, they're going to become more firm and committed to their actions. They're going to be, show mercy with clarity and direction. It's amazing how God has brought us together in one body. Our gifts are not... Even though we see things differently because we're looking at it from a different point of view, our gifts bring us together in wholeness. That's why the, the Bible talks about if, if, if one part's not working, it's not healthy. If you've got a church that's all prophecy all the time, then you don't have all the rest of the gifts. Or you might manage but you're not seeing it from all the different points of view. Another danger with the people with the gift of mercy is the same thing I talked about when I talked about encouragers. That is, someone with the gift of mercy can often be, or get into trouble with someone from the opposite sex, opposite gender, because they're showing mercy. They're kind to someone who's hurting. They're, they come up beside someone, just like encourage. They come up to someone. They want to help out someone who's hurting, and that can be taken the wrong way. Well, I thought they were flirting. People with the gift of mercy often get into bad, bad relationships, you know, because they're trying to fix someone trying to help that's why you got to be careful when you have this gift you got to say hey I'm going to take my brother or my sister with me I'm not, we're not going to do this alone I'm amazed as I read through the scriptures how many things we think we're supposed to do alone that we're actually not supposed to do alone 
we're a body of believers. We're supposed to be together. I know we in America all want to be Rambo, Commando, or Wonder Woman. and You know, we like to do it all by ourselves. Alice from, one, uh, from Resident Evil, you know, she comes in and she kills everybody all by herself. And we're like, well, I can do that. I can be by myself. That's not how we're called to be. We're not supposed to do this alone. So how does mercy manifest itself? Mercy is to emulate God and be merciful at time. And so it manifests itself in things like helping and teaching and discernment, miracles, words of wisdom, and so much more. As I think about mercy, I want to throw one more thing that mercy is not out there. Mercy is not you having an issue being codependent or afraid because you just don't want to do it. Person with the gift of ministry, this is how they will see the world. They want to see mercy given. God's mercy. Just because you're codependent or just because you're afraid or lazy, that does not mean you have the gift of, of mercy. Someone's gift of codependent, you know, with, with codependency, is a min- this is a, something that happens because of abuse in their childhood. You need to go get help. There are codependency groups across the river. We don't have any across this side yet. Often people with codependency are afraid to show any toughness because they're afraid someone will lose, they'll leave them and they're codependent. That's not mercy. That's just fear. As we think about this gift of leadership, these gifts of leadership and mercy, is this you? I know there's some people in this room that have these gifts. Now we've talked about all seven of the gifts found in this passage. Which one's yours? Which one do you fit under? I've got the gift of prophecy. I've got the gift of service. I've got the gift of, uh, of leadership. And oftentimes we like to focus on how it manifests. You know, like, I've got the gift of kids. Well, that may be true, but where does that come from? Maybe it, was, it comes from because you love helping, you serve or maybe it's because you've got the gift of teaching or encouragement. i got the gift of, uh, uh, of, of being a loudmouth, so I'm, I like to pray. Um, well, where does that come from? Where's your gift? Because we like to focus on the manifestations, and we forget why we do them. And what that does when we, when we focus on why we're doing them and what's going on, then it can manifest itself in ways that we didn't even know we could manifest it as because we're not just focused on the kids. We're not just focused on the gift of praying. We're focused on 
how else can we manifest this? How else does God want to manifest? Because he will move your life in ways that are bigger than you ever thought possible. And when we limit him to just to how it manifests or manifested back then, how many times you guys said that? Well, I used to do this. I met people in college right out of high school, and that was their favorite word there, too. I used to. And I went, became a pastor at a church, and, and that was their favorite word there, too. I used to. And I hear it here all the time. I used to. How's God manifesting it in the world around you now? Because it's about, it's not, you're not dead yet. If you are, you really shouldn't be here. (laughs) You're not dead yet. So how are you manifesting using those gifts now? In the church, in the community, in the world larger? in the circumstances that are always changing. So we focus on how our motivational, then we're not focused on just how it was, because how it was will never be again. The world is always changing. What's your gift? And how is God calling it to use it to share his love, to sh- grow his kingdom. A lot of times we were taught, you know, you had to share Jesus using the faith period or be like Billy Graham or, or do it using the Roman road. You know how he wants you to share his love and his kingdom and grow his kingdom? It's through the gifts. That's why he gave it to you. Because that faith program in the Roman road or the Billy Graham, that worked for Certain groups of people, you know, a teacher, prophet. But if you got the gift of, of encouragement, it's probably very tedious for you. Because it's more like a teacher. And what you need to do is just come up beside someone and say, Jesus loves you, and I do too. Because you're using your gift that he has given you. What's your gift Our Father, we praise you. I want to pray that you continue to bless us as we seek our gift. Put us on the path. Lord, I pray that you just lift us up into your holy of holies, that we may be in your presence and anoint us. Fill us, Holy Spirit, with your anointing and just go before us and behind us and be with us as we use these gifts in the world around us. In the church and out. In our families and out. In our own personal lives and out. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.